Welcome to Tech Refresh with Kim Commando and friends from Commando.com with a K. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O. Gang's all here. Kim, Allie, Ben, I'm Mike. We've got the news for you, but before we get started, we'd love it if you tap the subscribe button so you get these podcasts delivered every single week. And uh, we're going to take a look at Prime Day this week a little bit later on. Uh, As always, we get to the news and we start with Kim. Well, we're going to start with crypto news. And there's some big things that are happening. First, the White House is about to double the size of the IRS. Aren't we all happy about that? So exciting. Yay. Yay. You know, that means like if this radio gig doesn't work out, we have a place to go, right? And they're also going to require all cryptocurrency transfers of $10,000 or more be reported for tax purposes. Womp, womp, right? (laughs) Uh, But the other big news is that the U.S. Federal Reserve Bank is developing its own digital dollar, their own cryptocurrency. And unlike all the other cryptocurrencies, our digital dollar will be backed by the full faith and credit, are you ready, of the United States government. Okay, the downside. Well, any transaction that you make is instantly known to the government. But when you think about this, how many transactions do you really make that aren't known to your credit card or the government anyway, right? I mean, how many do you actually pay with for cash? Um, But the big question is when all this takes place. The IRS cryptocurrency thing, that's happening now. And you can look for the digital dollar within a few years. Um, Which brings me to something that I was talking to my son about, Ian, about how influencers are being paid to pitch cryptocurrency on social media. And there's this YouTube channel called CoffeeZilla. And Ian showed me a video there of a guy by the name of David Portney. I guess he's the founder of Barstool Sports. I'm not really that familiar with it. Not familiar. It's big? Okay. So he got on and he said, am I going to support Dogecoin? Am I going to support Ethereum? Am I going to support this? And he goes through all of them. And he says, I'm going to put $40,000 of my own money into this. So it's, it's guaranteed that this is going to increase. So he gets on this video and he starts talking about cryptocurrency, how you can't trust Ethereum or Bitcoin or Dogecoin or any one of them. He goes, I am going to put 40000 behind this coin, which I'm not going to say because I don't want to give the guy any publicity. But basically what they're doing are these pump and dump schemes online. Mm. And so that everybody says, oh, well, you know, my influencer likes this one. So that's the one that I'm going to be sure that I'm going to put my money behind it. But it's not just people like David Portney. Kim Kardashian West, she posted an ad for Ethereum Max on her Instagram to her 228 million followers, right? And she says, are you guys into crypto? This is not financial advice, but I'm sure my friends just tell me about the Ethereum Max token. That's right. A few minutes ago, Ethereum Max burned 400 trillion tokens. And she goes on and on and on, you know, swipe up to see that. And so how much do you think they paid for that, Ethereum Max? How much do you think? Millions. At least a million dollars. At least a million dollars. And so now they're also going after TikTok stars like Charlie17 and Dixie D'Amelio. She's 19. Have you ever seen those two gals? No. Mm -hmm. No. They're okay looking. It's an Italian family from New Jersey. But these gals have, one of them has 117 million followers on TikTok. 42 million on Instagram. Uh, Dixie has 52 million followers on TikTok. 25. I mean, these are big numbers. I mean, mm-hmm. how many followers do I have on Instagram? Oh, don't say it. It's so embarrassing <laughs> after you say that. So if you're listening, just I don't even care if you ever look at it. Just follow me on Instagram. So these cryptocurrencies are now getting the momentum. And what's scary about it is that they don't need to have any disclaimers, right? No regulation. They can just come out and say, 
here, check this out. And so you have all these people now, like Ian's age, he was telling me, they're all in these Robinhood apps and they're buying and selling crypto. And I asked him, I said, so have you done anything with this? I mean, because I did give him $1,000 out of his savings account to put into Robinhood. But I told him, like, you know, he needed to do something good with it. And he said, no, I haven't. I'm afraid of losing the $1,000. And I'm like, that's my kid. Good boy. That's my kid. But did you hear that there's a new crypto just for rappers? Anybody? Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. What is it? It's called the blockchains. With a Z, <laughs> right? That's pretty good. Okay. I have one more story. Do we have time for one more? Yeah, okay. sure. So there's this app that's going viral. Viola AI artist cartoon photo. Have any of you tried it? I haven't, haven't tried, tried it, it, but nope. I've seen it. All over. It, all over social, social media. media. Yeah. Okay, I did it. And I put a picture. Matter of fact, Allie, the picture that I used, the one that you took me, it took of me a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. in the podcast studio. So I put that up on Facebook just as like something like personal, something you might want to see. And uh, it got a lot of traction, a lot of traction. You know, people were saying like, you know, they were commenting that they liked the photo. And then I started diving into it just a little bit deeper. And I started reading some of the comments. Now, remember, this is posted on Facebook. So Diane, I'm not going to say what their last names are. She says, I never use those apps. These apps distort people's faces, and they make fun of children who are born with defects. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, Diane. All right. Okay, here's another one. Dave, a digital reproduction is much easier to identify and catalog than actual faces, which remain elusive to recognition software. This becomes widespread. Some organization, government, or private will collect that data and use it further to invade our privacy. He's posting this on Facebook. I can't wait for a federal agent to come to your door with this cartoon of you. We we found you. Yeah. I mean, this is basically what happens. You send a, you put a photo up and then they make it look like a Disney cartoon, right? Uh, and then here's another one. Okay. Hey, peeps, be careful about using this app. Uh, Shelby, an IT specialist from Focus Information, says this. And he goes on talking about a big red flag is that they use third-party service providers to monitor and analyze. Anyway, just stuff. Okay. Uh, George. Kim should be ashamed of herself for promoting these Big Brother face recognition data farming apps. Are you ashamed? <laughs> I thought it was kind of cute. <laughs> it is cute. Anthony says, hey, George, if you have a photo ID, you're already in the database. Okay. Uh, Dean says, Kim Commando, of all people, you should know that this app is a huge security risk. They use them to work on facial recognition. Mm, okay, but all these are people are saying this on Facebook. That's like, okay, <laughs> they don't understand. They don't understand. Okay, Walter, I'm a retired mail carrier. For years, Rush was my weekday show, and I always look forward to your Saturday show. Sean says, hey, Kim, you're still smoking hot. Thank you, Sean. Uh, Dave Is that Sean says, Hannity? I, I, look, not, you know what? No, it's not. Oh, Darn okay. it. Okay. Uh, David says, beauty needs no filter, milady. As you don't. Oh, that's He's sweet. Nice. So, you know, if this cartoon app was in Canada, it would be called... It wouldn't be called the Viola app. It'd be called Anna A. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, But we have a whole write-up over at commando.com. Charlie did a nice job in going through all this and and looking at the privacy policy. And basically, you upload your photos. They destroy the photos within 24, 48 hours. Uh, In the Apple Store, all they get is your device's ID. And you're giving your computer IP address, your browser, and they may collect your location. It's not really crazy bad stuff. So if you are looking at the Viola AI app and you're saying, oh, it's going to get my face, going to put me in a big database. Kim Commando, you should know better. (laughs) It's okay. 
They're really already gonna sound, in there. They're going to sound exactly like They do. I, I, I should have read it like that. Oh, Kim Commando. <laughs> what am I going to do? You know, I used to like you. Now I don't. <laughs> now, as far as the cryptocurrency story, we did a cryptocurrency podcast a while back with an expert that was talking about one of the reasons that he didn't trust it is because it doesn't have the backing power of the government. So this is almost competition for things like Bitcoin and everything. As the United States government steps in, I think I'd be a little bit nervous to, well, I'd be nervous anyway to to own that now, but uh, I'd be a little bit nervous if if that was in my portfolio. Well, that was also coming from the man who... Uh, you made millions, I think, on Dogecoin. Is that correct? It's probably, yes. Something like that. <laughs> He's or... still here just for the, the love of it. Okay. Now, but about crypto, Ali, is our book up on Amazon it yet? It sure is, yes. And so it's Cryptocurrency 101 by Kim Commando. And so if you on your Kindle, if you want to learn more about cryptocurrency, the easy and fun way, and how much is it? It is nine ninety five. dollars What a bargain. Deal. Nice. Yes. All right, who's next? That's me. All right, Ben, what do you got? Okay, so... You have phone updates every week, it seems like. With iPhones, it's iOS 14, 14.5, everything. Well, older phones need them too. And a lot of the phones that people still carry, the iPhone 5S, the 6, they can't handle the latest updates, which makes them vulnerable to security. Well, apparently, uh, some flaws have been discovered in the old OS that is under active exploit. Like hackers are actually trying to get into these. So Apple just rolled out basically this emergency update, iOS 12.5.4. <laughs> yeah, iOS 12. Now keep in mind, we're on 14, about to be iOS 15. So this is what is it, 12. Point what? 5.4. Oh, 12.5.4. Yeah. Mm, yes, iOS 12.4, yeah. Yeah, now this, and here's the list. This is pretty brief. iPhone 5S, which was released in 2013. The iPhone 6 and 6 Plus from 2014, along with the original iPad Air, iPad Mini 2, the Mini 3, and the sixth generation iPod Touch. Okay, so let's just say, let's just cut to the chase. If you have any of these devices, it's time for you to upgrade. Upgrade. Okay, time for you to just like say, all right, I love you. We had a great time together, but I need to move on, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. You don't want bad actors getting in there and taking over your device and... Looking at your stuff. Then looking at your Look stuff. Looking at your, at your like six-year-old pictures. pictures or whatever. <laughs> yes, exactly. So there you go. But it's actually surprising because a lot, of, a lot of people, these phones are made to last more so than they used to be. So you actually have small percentages of, you know, iPhone 6s and 5Ss still out there. Okay. So, Ben, let me ask you a question because sure. you're like a geek of the week, I right? Know, very much. Okay. So what's the oldest phone you ever had? I mean, was it like a, like six months old, a year old? <laughs> I keep them for a whole year. A whole year. Wow. And what happens to the old ones? Uh, It depends. He throws them in the river. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it used to be, you you remember, it used to be the upgrade every year kind of thing. Now it's more of a, you pay off half and you can upgrade. So we usually keep the old one and it'll go to like one of the kids to replace Mm. their older phone. So it's just kind of this cycle. Have you ever noticed that when your smart lights get updated, they turn off? You ever notice that? This way, this way they don't attract any bugs. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All, All right, with that, Allie, what do you got? It has not been a very good few weeks for cybersecurity. There was a massive leak of accounts, Facebook, Spotify, Amazon, you name it. Uh, the biggest password dump ever, 8 billion passwords. 
the hits keep on coming. Now we can add CVS to the list. Oh. Yeah. It was an unsecured database. Surprise, surprise. They say it was a third-party vendor. A billion records in that one. Another billion? billion. It's like Another a billion, billion every week now. Yeah, but you know, the, the number's almost like, it sounds like white noise after a while. Right. It's like, oh, eight billion, four billion, another billion. Yeah, having a number attached to it yes. kind of doesn't matter anymore, right? So this included visitor ID, session ID, device access information. Okay, what is, what is, okay wait, what's visitor ID? When you go to the store? When you go to the website, when you open okay. up the app. Whatever it may be. Okay. Yes. And so also, it doesn't include offline? No. Okay. This is just online stuff. It also includes queries for medications, vaccines, CVS products. So if you searched on the site or you searched you know, for a medication, whatever it was, CVS says nothing like addresses or personal information were disclosed. Just everything that you search for on CVS regarding your personal health. Okay. Exactly. So we're not going to open up a database and see, oh, my gosh, Kim Camano bought some Tylenol. But this is stuff that can be correlated and cross-referenced with other information that's out there. And this is where it matters and where it's important because hackers can use this stuff to really scare you. So think about getting an email full of all kinds of personal information about you. The medications you take, your passwords, this is what scares people oh, sure. into falling for scams. That would be scams. frightening, really. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's just another you know, dump of data that has all this info about you. So be on the lookout. Really, this is going to be used for phishing. You know, it, these things always are. So watch your email. If you get something that someone says, I know what medication you're taking. I know what you were looking up. Well, they're just trying to scare you into giving them some money. And you might as well change your password at your CVS account while you're at it. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of healthcare, you can now buy the COVID-19 test that Amazon developed for use by its employees. You can buy it on Amazon.com. It's $39.99, one-day shipping. Great. Would you guys uh, buy an Amazon COVID test? I, I'd rather just go to like a drive through place. That's how I feel. Because yeah, how long is it going to take for you to get the results back? Because you have to mail them in, right? Right. Yeah. It, you know, I wasn't able to find that. I imagine it's going to be a few days. I guess it depends on where you live. Maybe here it's really easy for us, right? Because we're all yes. within, you know, Ten five minutes, minutes exactly. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if you're in a remote area. Now, so I had to get a COVID test um, because I was taking my mother to the hospital. And so they required me to get a COVID test. And so I was like, oh, God, I heard everybody gets a brain freeze, right? Yeah. So the gal told me at the Mayo Clinic, she said, okay, so here's what you want to do. A little tip if you got to get one up your nose. She says you want to blow out and that will relax the muscles. And so when they shove that thing up there, it doesn't like doesn't feel like you're in, into like this quarter of your brain that you didn't even know you had. <laughs> <laughs> and so a little tip that I'll pass along here on the podcast. Just See, breathe you know. out. You never know. But, you know, the CVS, have you ever noticed how long those receipts are in CVS? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. okay. I have a picture of my husband and it's he's six feet tall. It's as tall as him. Yeah, why is that? I, don't I really don't it's know. Like cold. It's the same way. Toilet paper replacement. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should put your receipt on toilet paper. <laughs> um, okay, so speaking of Amazon, Amazon Prime Day is just ahead. We're going to talk a little bit about what we're looking forward to on Amazon Prime. Also, we've heard of rental scams. Well, how about hotel scams? Well, that's just ahead. Also, brand new or not true is coming up. And Ben's Review. Kim's going to be back for Ben's Review later on in the podcast. It is Tech Refresh with Kim Commando and friends from Commando.com. Hey, welcome. 
Welcome back to Tech Refreshed with Kim Commando and friends from Commander.com. Brand new and not true is just ahead. First of all, if you've ever wondered how to block your number when you're calling somebody or hide your number, we've got the answer. So, yeah, because it's easy for your number to get added to marketing lists based on you bought something online, you filled out something for a service, or you made a phone call. Well, you don't need more robocalls or text. So there are quite a few ways where you can hide your number from showing up when you're calling. The easiest is an oldie, uh, star six seven. That hides your landline number, your cell number. Just punch in star six seven, followed by the number you're calling, and that's it. It'll show up as private or blocked. Now, you have to do that for every call. If you want your number to be hidden by default, you can change a setting on your smartphone. On an iPhone, just tap settings, then phone, and the option show my caller ID, and then toggle it to off. On Android, it's a little harder to find. Are you ready? Are you sure? I'm ready. You positive? We're ready. Allie, are you ready? ready? I'm ready. You don't have your pencil in your hand. (laughs) Okay. Open the phone app, tap menu, then settings, then call settings, then tap additional settings, caller ID, and then choose hide number. It doesn't stop there. You have other options like asking your carrier to hide your number or using a kind of burner app. You know, one app is Google Voice. There's another called Hush. Again, you'll find all this info at commando.com. Just look for our report called Five Ways to Block or Hide Your Number When Making Calls. Easy peasy. (laughs) Done. (laughs) We've got it. All right. So you got the steps for that also on Commander. In case somebody was a little slow and didn't catch all of them on Commander.com. All right. It is time for brand new or not true. One of their favorite segments of the whole show. It's America's newest nationally syndicated sensation where you can play and guess at home. Is it brand new or not true? Every week, literally thousands of new products, sites, Apps and services are announced in the technology world. Some are destined for greatness. Others are not so much for greatness. Oftentimes, the products sound so crazy, outlandish, and just ridiculous. You sit back and think, what were they thinking? And, of course, then we've got another bazillionaire in the tech world. When playing Brand New or Not True, we'll present you, the home listener, with three products, sites, or ideas. It's up to you to decide which two of the three are fake and which one is real? Uh, we actually had a listener call in this past weekend on the show that played this game on the Tech Refresh podcast. He said he got it right all the time, and he got it right on the show. What a pro! Yeah, so wow. every time. Uh, well, he he said he got it right most of the time. I'm, I'm not sure if he's as smart as Ben getting it right 99 percent of the time, but uh, but he got it right on the show. So, he just go. jinxed you so hard. <laughs> so, yeah. Now I'm going to be all self-conscious. That's why I got it. So this week's theme is plants. Go yes. ahead. Yes. All right. Product number one. How many times have you forgotten to water your plants? Yeah, me too. Quench is for all of us forgetful people. You pop a quench moisture meter in your plant's soil, and you'll hear a subtle, unique tone when your plant is thirsty. Yes, I said unique. Every quench plays a unique tone because every plant is different. The batteries last for three years. All the components are built to last well after your plant dies. Sorry. Quench uses light sensing technology, so you'll never get an alert while you're sleeping. Other than that, this thing isn't really as smart as you might expect. No apps, no Wi-Fi, no Bluetooth. Just you and your plant. Nice. 32 bucks for a two-pack. Okay, next product. Have you guys ever seen plant subscriptions? There are a ton of these. You pay a monthly fee, and you get a little plant sent to your house every single month. Now, what if you have a bunch of plants already and they're not looking so good? 
Try Plant RX from The Sill. Starting at $5 a month, you get a customized box of extra nutrients for the plants you already have. You create an account and then you take a little quiz. How many plants you have, what they are, and then you can also list the condition of each plant. So, say you've got a really sad hydrangea. Well, you can list that. Every month, you'll get a box of plant food packets that you can sprinkle right on the soil of your indoor plants. If you have any that are looking really bad, you can get an emergency rescue kit. And if you're not sure where to start, you can message the fine folks over at The Sill through the app or the website, and you can get the advice of someone with an actual green thumb. Excellent. And that was $5 a month. Got it. Next. All right. Product number three. Food and water are important for plants, but what about light? Some of us just don't have the right lighting or enough of it to make our plants happy. If you're sick of trying to find enough sun for your fern or keep your spider plant in nice dim light, Bloomscape's line of LED smart bulbs can do the work for you. They're called Grow Up Bulbs, and they use custom or preset settings to keep your plants happy. You open the Bloomscape app, you answer a few questions about what kind of plants you have, their condition, your home's natural light, your schedule, all that. From there, Grow Up Bulbs go to work giving your plants the light they need. If your plants are struggling, you can snap some photos in the app. Your light settings will adjust accordingly, so if your plant is getting too much or too little light. These are pricey. Packages start at $200. Down. Okay, so... Now, we need to find out which of the three is real and which two are fake. The quench, uh, the quench moisture meter is $32. The plant subscription, Plant RX, is $5 per month. And then the plumescapes, the third one there, is kind of lights that uh, uh, the plant's light scheduler. Exactly. Call yep. it. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say that one first is I'm going to eliminate that light thing for $200, kind of expensive. I'm also going to eliminate the plant subscription, Plant RX, at $5 a month. Seems like that would be a hard business at, oh, at only 5 bucks. It can't be that. Uh, well, it starts at 5 bucks a month. It starts at $5 a month if and goes a up ton, from there. But knows? still, yeah, if you've got a lot of plants, I'm not sure if like the average plant person would be interested in that. The quench moisture meter. Now, I've definitely heard about something like that before. For $32, it has a unique tone. It's very simple. Um, it's like a, it's a downgraded version of the ones that I've heard of before, I think. But anyway, for 32 bucks, it's cheap. You have like one plant that you need a little help with. Uh, I think some people would uh, buy that. So I'm going to go with the real product is the quench moisture meter, Ben. Well, I'm no plant doctor. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> so, he just plays one on yeah, a podcast. Exactly. I, you know, this one, that's hard. I've just got to like guess. You psyched him so, out, Mike. The, I love the, this. I'm, I agree with Mike in that I'm going to call, you know, the bloomscapes is fake. It just seems, I mean, okay, seems like a decent idea, but man, that just seems like a lot of work. Got a lot of money. To, yeah, 200 lights, bucks. To, you know, you got to tell it all this information, your times a day, the lighting needs, your blood type, all this stuff. <laughs> just, it seems like a lot to go through for plants. You know, if it was your pet or something, okay. I'd, I don't think you two understand how dedicated people are to their plants, but continue. Some are, yep. Continue. I guess so. So I'm going to call that one fake. Quench. Sounds real, but to me, I you know I, I'm going to say Plant RX sounds like the most likely thing to be real. Final answer. Okay. Okay. All right. One of you is correct. I will say that the lights not real. <laughs> there are LED plant lights. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't found one consumer like this that you can set up on a schedule, but 
I bet people would buy that and they'd pay a lot of money for it. So that's what I'm going to do after we get done with the podcast. I'm going to go start that company. The real product is the Quench Moisture Meter. Well done, Mike. Oh, oh finally. Well done. Finally. Maybe I can calendar. start my like five-week roll like Ben had a while back. Woohoo! Hopefully it's you're sure right there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. Good job, Mike. Thank you. All right, so what about the, uh, where did you get the idea for the Plant RX? Well, Is that real? there are so many plant subscriptions, so you can pay, usually they're between like 20 and 60 bucks a month to get plants, but I feel like there are so many people that got into, yeah, I want plants around my house, and now they're just kind of sad and dying. Maybe, maybe that'll be the business I go start. There you go. You know? And then the, the Quench Moisture Meter, where, is that a Kickstarter product, or where did you find it? Yes, that one... Uh, it's on Indiegogo right now. It, it is funded. So those are going to be shipping out. Um, these are, I like this idea because there are a lot of these things that are pretty darn high tech. And this one is just simple. You right. just hear the noise. You don't have to deal with another app, another notification. I like the idea of that one a lot. Simple is good. All yep. right. That's it for this week's edition of Brand New or Not True. Thank you, Ben and Allie. And coming up next, we're going to take a look at Prime Day, a little deeper dive into Prime Day. And some of the feelings about Prime Days, it's, is it still worth it? Is it still something that we're uh, looking forward to? Also, this week's Scam of the Week. And, uh, well, we've heard about rental scams. This one is going to be about hotel scams, all right? The hotels are starting to come back now. We'll take a look at that. It's Tech Refresh with Kim Commando and friends from Commando.com. Welcome back to Tech Refresh with Kim Commando and friends from Commando.com. Every week, we give you the inside scoop on what's going on in tech. So you're the source of tech information for your friends and family. This week, it's about Prime Day. It's right around the corner. And uh, I don't know, how are we feeling about it, Ben? Okay, so Prime Day, or days, as it should be called, it's almost here, depending on when you're listening to this. Yes, you will find huge sales and deals on everything, everything from you know socks to sound bars. <laughs> you know, for me, that's that's where it gets complicated because there's so much. And that's why we put together lists of ideas to help you shop at commando.com. But today I want to talk about Prime Day itself. You know, it's only been around since 2015. And if I recall, the first couple of years were kind of a flop. Like people were just complaining there weren't many things on sale and the sales that were there just, they weren't that great. Now you actually see real discounts covering all kinds of categories and, you know, Amazon just rakes it in year after year. Obviously, it's popular. But, you know, what about you guys? Is Prime Day an event for you? You know, you might be surprised to hear this, but I don't think, since it's been around the last five, six years, I don't think I've made a big ticket purchase on Prime Day. I still usually reserve, you know, whether it's for me or if I'm buying gifts, still around Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and that kind of stuff. I'll get odds and ends during Prime Day, like phone cables and you listening can't see my face right now, but I am shocked that Ben doesn't buy anything big on Prime <laughs> that Day. That is a shocked face, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big Prime Day shopper. If we need – so usually the best deals are on Amazon's own products. So we do have some Echoes around my house. We have um, some of the nicer speakers, which we actually bought one of the Echo Studios last year during Prime Day. We normally don't buy much, but if I want something Amazon – it's really the time to do it because they do such good deals on their own stuff. TVs too. Like yeah. The fire t with the fire TV built in, you actually do find some yeah. really good deals on that. Have you uh, tried that fire TV built in or even a fire? I've got a, I've got a couple 
fire. I prefer Roku, but I have a fire, a couple of fire TV sticks. I don't have a TV with it natively built in, but a couple of the fire TV. Have sticks. you done a review on the fire TV sticks? No, we, I did one should. on, uh, I did one on Google TV or the, the new Chromecast with Google right, right. TV. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. that's a good idea. While we're on the subject is I did get a fire tablet oh. a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And I on thought, wow, yeah, well, it was Prime Day, but you know, it was like cheap, right? So it's a little over $100 or yeah. maybe even a little under $100. Got it, opened up the box, turned it on, got a five-second ad before I could start looking oh or watching gosh. at anything. Yep. Boxed it back up, sent it right back. <laughs> Thanks very much. I think they sell multiple versions now. So you can get the ad-enabled one or you can pay a little more okay. like yeah. for no ads. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. But uh, that was my experience. That's hilarious. Yeah, I think the other nice thing about Prime Day is now that other companies know what's happening, mm-hmm. you'll find deals at Target. You'll find deals at Best Buy. So it's not just Amazon. So if you need, especially electronics, this is a really good time of year to buy electronics, I am generally of the mind that we don't need more shopping holidays. Right. <laughs> well, okay. I'll beg to differ on that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is, you know, how people talk about um, Valentine's Day, that it's just, you know, an excuse to get people to buy chocolates and flowers and stuff. This is just an excuse to get people to buy Echoes, which, you know, they do. So it's, it's good not, work, Amazon. Yeah. It's not really the time of year to, it's too early to buy for the holidays because one, you're going to buy something that you're going to gift that you'll forget about in a few months. <laughs> right. Or it's outdated. It. Or it's outdated. Right. They, they, you know, they got one between now and then. So unless, if you're shopping for someone else, hopefully they have a birthday around, you know, June, July, or August <laughs> birthday. But, you know, otherwise it's just pretty much buying stuff for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't that Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Christmas also, and everything else? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> it's a Tech Refresh podcast with Kim Commando and friends. One of the things we promise every week is to keep you from getting scammed. So every week we take take a look at a scam that you need to watch out for. This week we've heard about the rental scams, but uh, now there's all about hotel scams. What's going on? Yes, this is going to be a multi-part scam because there are a few ways that people can get you. So let's say you book your vacation, you end up in your hotel room, you're so excited to relax. It starts with fake food delivery. People are sneaking fake menus with phone numbers that are not to a real restaurant into hotel rooms. So you call, you make an order. Well, you've just given your credit card information to not a real business. Fake front desk calls. Now, you're sleeping in your cozy hotel bed. You get a call late at night from somebody who says they're at the front desk and there's a a problem with your credit card on file. The card was declined. They need to re-verify your payment information. Can you please read me the number? Give me the, the code on it. Well, you do that. It's not really somebody from the front desk. So if you ever get this call, actually walk down to the front desk and they will Mm. tell you, I'm sure, nope, that wasn't us. So if you're taking a trip, be careful. There are lots of people out there trying to get your money no matter where you're staying. Um, If you get anybody asking for your payment information, not face-to-face, hang up and just walk down to the desk. Yeah, if you uh, have some kind of a question in your mind about what's going on, like getting a call at 11 o'clock at night, the hotel's probably not, if it's it's a decent hotel, they're not going to be calling you at well, and the reason time. they do it at that time is because you're not expecting half it, asleep. you're tired, you're, mm-hmm. yep, you're more likely to fall for it. All right. All right. So just ahead, it's Ben's product review, and he's going to talk about digital photo frames, if that might be a gift coming up for maybe Father's Day. And also uh, an Amazon. Well, we've heard about the stories of the iPhone saving people. We've got one about the Amazon Echo saving uh, somebody. It's Tech Refresh from Commando.com. 
Thanks for listening to the Tech Refresh podcast heard exclusively on the Kim Commando Explains podcast from commando.com. If you haven't already, make sure you click that subscribe button and join us every week for this podcast. And every Friday, you'll also get the Kim Commando Explains podcast that gets you the special feature that comes out on Tuesdays. This week, well, if you've ever wondered how the rich get a get away with not paying very much in taxes kim talks to rachel cheek she's a tax expert she uh, explains how the rich avoid paying taxes and and then also kim and i and rachel talked about real estate and why it's awesome and <laughs> you can avoid taxes with real estate all right it is time for ben's review what do you got for us today ben first a question mm-hmm. who here still prints photos to frame whether you do it yourself or you send them off yeah. I, I, I'm going to raise my hand for that. <laughs> I do. Okay. I mean, you know, where do you put them in your house, Ben? Living, you know, the, the main living common room, areas, so. living room, den. How about you, Al? Yeah, we print out photos. How I don't you? do it myself. No, nope. right? no, nope. not, not anymore. Not a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you know what? It's it's because we have family and friends right, and you have right. none. I've no, got I'm properties. Sorry. I'm no, sorry. That was I've mean. got properties. I can just take pictures of my properties and, and put them you know in what, my hallway Mike, like kids. Mike, we're going to take a picture of you. We're going to print it. We're going to put it in a frame. Honest to gosh. Allie, make sure we do this this okay. coming week. We're going to take a picture of Mike, put it in a frame, and send it home with them. Beautiful. Okay. okay. So you have a picture. Of, of myself. In your I house. can, like, kiss as I'm going by it. <laughs> Have a good day, Mike. <laughs> I look at go, oh, you're so handsome, you bald, beautiful guy. <laughs> okay, we went off topic <laughs> again a little bit. But, Ben, we're back. Go okay, ahead. Okay, we're back. Because that brings us to digital photo frames. Uh-huh. How big they were in the 90s and the 2000s, and then they just kind of fell off the radar. Well, it's easy to determine why. You've got – you can put pictures on your TV. You can – Display your iPad or other tablet. Put photos on that. Smart displays like your Echoes can display photos. And on your TV, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. TV. Or just pull out your phone. Hey, you have to see this picture that I'm going to search for for five minutes. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> but the photo frames never really went away. And that's good because the problem is, when you, if let's say you have an Echo smart display and you just limit it to pictures. Well, I kind of like those to show me the weather information or mm-hmm. the headlines or order updates or whatever else. I don't want to just limit it to a frame. And not to mention, smart displays don't make the best gifts, especially if you're sending them to someone who's not so tech savvy. So standalone digital frames are still around. I got to check one out uh, recently called the Aura Carver. That's A-U-R-A. 10-inch display, high resolution, does a full-on adjust for brightness, turns itself off and the lights go out. Kind of nice. Now, Here's how it's different from the older frames. First, no onboard storage, like the old SD cards and all that stuff. So you can't load pictures that way. It has to be connected to the internet at all times to work. That brings me to the app. So you have to download the app. You set up an account. You add photos from your camera roll, Google Photos, unlimited storage. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. It's, you know, I actually, because because you were telling me about this, I bought one for my mother. It's phenomenal. This thing is great. It's pretty nice. You know, and I love that she looks at it and she's like, oh, I remember when we went to New York and that was so nice. <laughs> and then, then I, she has a new great grandchild, Owen. And then oh. she'll look at it and go, oh, and look at the little cookie pots. Oh. <laughs> so, no, it's really, it's fabulous. You just kind of find yourself staring at it. You know, it's nice. So. It is. It's, and it's so easy. So we shared out that link to the whole family members and friends. And she's, I, I counted in the app. She has like 1,200 photos. Wow. Wow. Okay. It's amazing. 
That's a lot. Yeah, it's that's nice because yeah, with the account in the app, you can share it with as many you know trustworthy users as you want. Uh, you can set things like how much duration, time duration you want between pictures. And if you like a certain photo, you can have that show up more in the rotation. Yeah. What What didn't you like about it? Well, some frames are a little more versatile. Like you can hang them on the wall. This one has a back, so it has to be set on a table. And others you can also kind of like do, you can choose whether you want it to be uh, landscape or portrait, you know, sure. which way you're going to hang it. This one is full on landscape. That's nice though, in this case, because it's got some smarts. It knows when you're, when it's trying to display a portrait photo and it doesn't put those black bars on either side or try to strangely oh, crop nice. it. Yeah, it puts two nice. vertical photos side by side and it actually looks pretty good. It tries to group them by based on who's in the same photo. Oh, that's awesome. So that solves a big problem if you want a standalone gadget to show off your family photos again, or if you want to send it as a gift. Yeah. And that's what's really nice. So you could just, you just, as a gift, you just give it to them and then they don't really, they just have to plug it in, get it onto Wi-Fi. Yes. And that's it. And then everything is done automatically. Yeah. Because you can set it up without actually opening the box. Oh, that's awesome. It's got a tiny little QR code so you can get it all set up and they can still open it and they plug it in. It's like, oh, look, all the pictures are already there. Yeah. It's great. And what's really fun is that, so now my sisters are coming to visit mom every once in a while and they look at the digital photo frame and my sister Kathy said to me, you know, how come every photo is of you? How come every photo is you? Okay. Now you have to remember, I mean, Kathy is seven years older than me. And when I was five and she was 12 or 13, we were sharing a bedroom with Dolly Curtains and she's never gotten over that. Okay? <laughs> and she's also the one that puts masking tape down the room that we were sharing down the center. And she said, you are not allowed to come on my side. Well, the problem was is the bathroom was on her side. Aww. And so at five, I was traumatized by this woman, you know, now. <laughs> and so, so, but it is funny because I said, well, you know, if you had read the text that I sent, then maybe there'd be some pictures of you there. <laughs> wow. See? Has All she gone and put them in yet? No. Mm. It's a rough crowd, mm. you know. <laughs> but, but I did put a picture of me and the lead singer from R.E.M. on that digital photo frame. And that was me in the corner, and he's in the spotlight. Oh, wow. I was like, you know Michael Stipe? Sweet. So I just walked right into that. Sorry. <laughs> that was good. Okay. Retails for 200 You can catch it occasionally on Amazon for about 170 which is more than some tablets. But again, if you just want to stand alone, you want to send it to a relative, it's great. Just make sure they have Wi-Fi. And you can check out my full review at commando.com on that. The Aura Carver. All right. All right. Thank you, Ben. And uh, just to wrap it up here, we've got an Amazon Echo saving a lady, uh, Allie. Yeah, millions of people, 65 and older, fall every year. The CDC says 800,000 people are hospitalized each year because of the fall. So it's a real risk. Um, Kim hears all the time from people on the show who are worried about older family members who are by themselves or older people themselves who have fallen, but they don't want something like a life alert bracelet. Well, Alexa can help. Earlier this year, a woman named Rebecca was changing into her pajamas in the bathroom and she fell down. She hit her shoulder and her arm on the counter and then fell onto her hip. She laid there on her stomach and thought, maybe my arm is out of the socket. It was pretty bad. She couldn't move, but she knew she wasn't paralyzed because she could move her arm. Well, she laid on the ground for about an hour. She was trying to connect her Apple Watch to her phone, but it was just too far away. And then she remembered she had an Echo. So she yelled for Alexa, and she used Alexa Calling to call her kids. So within a few minutes, uh, they were in her house. They called an ambulance. She shattered her humerus, and she had a a fracture in her back, but 
she's on the road to recovery. Uh, she said that, you know, she uses her Alexa like most of us do to get the weather, um, turn on the lights, set a timer, all that stuff. But she had never used it in an emergency before. So she's spreading the word. She's planning to put more in her house. So just a reminder, you can call people with your Alexa. You can't call 911 directly, but you can call emergency contacts. Uh, if you go over to commando.com, we can show you how to do that. If you search Alexa emergency, you'll find our articles on it. Always a good thing to set up ahead of time. Very good idea. If you have elderly people in your family, I set that up for my dad and it hasn't come in handy yet. But And hopefully you'll never have have to use it. Hey, if you'd like to comment about the podcast, good or bad, mostly good, send us an email to podcasts at commando.com. Again, that's podcasts at commando.com. On behalf of Kim, Ben, Ali, I'm Mike. We'll see you next time. And for the latest digital news and articles anytime, go to commando.com with a K. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.